Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to dive right into today's topic, right into today's story. I'm talking about moving upstream versus downstream. So let's get into it. So last summer, I was hit with a big life metaphor that came out and was inspired by a kayaking trip. And on this kayaking trip, I was caught up on a tree branch and I was dramatically thinking I was going to drown and I was annoyed with my husband and I wasn't having fun and, you know, such is life sometimes while living the adventures of being contagiously positive. But what I love about these moments, something that I've really learned is these moments offer me so many of my greatest metaphors for life. So if you've been listening to my podcast lately, I've been talking about simplifying our lives, simplifying our lives, simplifying our to-do lists, simplifying our schedules, and really taking the time to think about where we are working really hard and not getting anything in return because we are working hard on the wrong things. So what I want to do today is I want to continue with this conversation by talking about where we are trying to paddle upstream, getting nowhere because the current is so strong, the current is too strong, versus traveling downstream, allowing the current to guide us with more ease while we only have to steer the boat. So first, let me start with the story. Kayaking is one of my favorite, most peaceful things to do in the summer. I mean, besides sitting on the patio drinking wine. But last summer, my kayaking trip, one of them, was less than desirable. So my husband and I decided to kayak in a different direction. It was a direction we've never gone before. We usually stay in the very calm waters and we bring a couple beer with us. And it's like very meditative and peaceful and we have conversations. We have to row, but it's not crazy rowing. It's really peaceful. But on this day, we took a different direction and we saw this spot that had these little rapids and we thought, oh my God, that would be so much fun. Like, let's challenge ourselves today. Let's work our body. It'll be so great. And it didn't seem like the rapids were that intense and it started off being really fun until it wasn't. So I want you to imagine that I'm in my bright yellow kayak I have my huge blue light jacket on, my pretty paddles, and I'm paddling away. But of course, because there's rapids, I'm paddling against the flow of the river. 
And as I'm paddling, the current is getting stronger and stronger. And I'm paddling like a mad woman. Like I'm paddling so hard that my shoulders are burning and I feel like I'm gonna vomit and my arms are rejecting each movement. Like you can't move anymore. I'm not paddling for you anymore. And I'm losing my strength because my arms are so fatigued that I can't control the kayak. And because I can no longer control the kayak and I can no longer dig deep enough into the water, the current takes me over to the side, like near the edge, I get caught up on a fallen tree. A branch is now stuck in the hood of my jacket and the current is pushing my kayak over to the side and it's starting to tip. So because I feel myself starting to tip and I don't want to go into that gross water, again, I start to paddle as hard as I can, but that's when I realized that I was stuck on the tree branch and I can't let go of the tree because I'm going to tip over. So I, I need, but I need to let go of the tree because it's the only way I can unhook the hood from that my the hood from the branch. So I'm yelling at my husband, who by the way is way ahead of me and he's having a blast. He's totally unaware that I'm about to drown in three feet of water. I'm obviously exaggerating about the near drowning part. But listen, I'm wet. My arms are killing me. I'm afraid I'm gonna tip and lose my kayak because if I tip over, my kayak's going back downstream. The water's gross. I don't wanna end up in that nasty, murky water. And my husband finally turns around and he's like, hey, what are you doing over there? And I'm like, I'm stuck. So he starts to yell down to me. He's like, row harder, keep rowing dig your paddle in and he keeps repeating these things as though him saying the same three things over and over and over again are going to make a damn difference. He's thinking that he's motivating me or that yelling what to do is going to give me more strength. But listen, it's doing neither. So I'm now pissed at him and I'm drowning in three feet of water. So I yell back. I can't effing move. Like I'm paddling. Am I even going anywhere? Because I feel like the the intensity of my rows, I must be doing something. And he's like, yeah, no, you're not going anywhere. And I yell back at him, stop yelling at me. By the way, I'm paddling at full strength and I'm not going anywhere. Like I am moving my body, man. Like my arms are digging deep, but I'm not even moving. And then it hits me. It hits me because I got so damn tired. I was like, I'm either going to have to jump out of my kayak or I just have to stop. And I think, Lorianne, stop friggin' trying to get upstream. What is the challenge? Why are you even trying to get to where your husband is? Stop going upstream. You're not having fun anymore. Just let go. So I just let go. I unhooked my jacket. I stopped paddling, trying to get the direction to where my husband is, which is where the intense current is. I stopped using all my effort to get back into the current and follow my husband. And instead I allowed the current to take me back downstream. And when I made it back to the start, I sat back and I felt like, because my body was just felt dead. I'm like, this is so meditative. I was just like sitting back in this really gentle meditative row. Side note here, my husband, what's he doing? He keeps rowing upstream because he's in his happy place. He's like, okay, she's still in her kayak. She's good. I don't need to go down and help her. He's not struggling at all. He's having tons of fun because he wants to get to the top. It's a fun challenge for him. 
He's having a total blast. Me, I'm now safely and joyfully and peacefully and meditatively back to my happy place where my beer is. And this is really where the life metaphor came in for me. You ready for it? It struck me that there are so many times in our lives outside of the bright yellow kayak where I, where I can guarantee you as well, where we all, because we all do this, paddle with tons of effort, getting nowhere upstream with the current friggin' pushing us back, making it impossible to move forward and keeping us stuck in place. And I think we often make choices that make our life much harder than it needs to be because we hear it all the time. No pain, no gain. You gotta hustle to win. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Here's the thing. I'm not saying none of those things mean nothing. To some people, it's incredibly motivating. But if that pain and hustle and burnout and stress brings you absolutely no joy and you are now unhappy and unhealthy and you are no closer to achieving your goal, what's the friggin' point? And we choose to row upstream with the current constantly pushing us back and us fighting the current back stuck in place instead of taking an easier path that takes us downstream in a more natural, easier flow because we've been conditioned to think that the things we want have to be hard to get there because if it's easy, it must not be working. If it's easy, it must not be what we want. Now listen. I believe in working the work to get what we want. I work really hard in my business. I work hard in my business. I work on my mind. I work on my body. Like I do the work that I need to do to be, do, and have what I desire. I believe that to achieve that goal, you do need to work the work. You need to work the work to achieve the goal that you really, really, really want. But what I also believe is that we can work the work without sacrificing our health and happiness. So we need to be intentional about the work that we're working to ensure that it's working instead of what was happening to me. And I'm working my ass off with my arms about to fall off, not going anywhere. And we really need to find a way to do this so that we save our sanity, so that we save our health, so that we save our happiness instead of sacrificing it. So work hard, but do it smartly. Work hard, but do it intentionally. Pay attention to where your energy is going and ask yourself, is this getting me closer or am I in a constant state of paddling and moving nowhere? So I want to share a few examples with you that might resonate with you and help you see where you are constantly fighting the current. So if you're just not sure, you're like, well, I don't know. I feel I'm kind of feeling like this, but I just need a little more. So I'm going to give you a, a few examples of upstream versus downstream. So an upstream example we choose a dietary lifestyle that goes against everything we enjoy. We hate every single bite. We hate every single sip. We don't have the time. We don't have the money to be able to do all of these like crazy things that we need to do. We don't like the exercises that we're doing. We're putting so much effort into moving our body in ways that we don't even enjoy, in ways that we don't have time for. We're on a 
endless diet roller coaster. We're constantly saying nothing works and we're setting goals every single January to get healthy and lose the weight. And we're trying a new 30 day guaranteed fad diet every single 30 days and that doesn't work. And then we constantly repeat it. This is upstream. Okay. The downstream example, taking the time to be patient, eating healthy foods that we enjoy, Maybe that's working with a health coach, working with a nutritionist, figuring out what we actually have the time and money for, what we actually enjoy, moving our body in ways that might be challenging, but it is a fun challenge. We enjoy it. We look forward to it. Really taking the time to figure out what truly works for us and our bodies. This is downstream. Now, this version might take more time to lose the weight, but it's much better than being on an endless nauseating diet roller coaster and your weight loss will be sustained you'll get off the diets you won't need to diet anymore and it will make you feel happier healthier and less stressed in the long run so even though it might take longer you're still working the work but you're do it doing it intentionally and you're doing it for long term results not short term gain so another example of upstream versus downstream is we choose to endlessly fight in order to be right in an argument, which is upstream, instead of just letting go of the never-ending battle and choosing to be happy instead of being right, which is downstream. And all that means is choosing to have meaningful conversations, choosing to value each other, choosing to hear each other, choosing to respect each other, and sometimes choosing to just say, we have different beliefs. How can we move forward in a positive way even though we have different beliefs? Another example is choosing to hang on to toxic relationships that are just not serving us, which is upstream, because these toxic relationships don't serve us. They drain all our energy. We put all of our focus into trying to change them, into trying to make it work, into just try, 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 instead of putting our energy into the people that actually lift us up. So this is upstream. Instead of making the hard but necessary choice for our sanity, for our happiness, for our joy, for our, ener our energy, and just respectfully going our separate ways, which is downstream. I want you to... To remember this sometimes the right thing is temporarily difficult so having to separate from toxic people it might feel hard and of course because you care and you you love these people but they just drain you that's a really hard choice to make but it's also the right choice for you so I want you to remember that sometimes you gotta go through some difficult parts because you know they're right for you and they will release your stress and they will release that constant fight and that constant like paddling to get over the current. Another example, I have a couple more for you is we choose to hold on to a massive grudge because we believe that our misery will also be their misery, which is upstream thinking, instead of realizing that the grudge is only hurting us and letting go and forgiving will actually set us free, which is down, downstream thinking. So really, a lot of this is not necessarily about the actions we take, but our thoughts. Are we in upstream thinking or downstream thinking? 
right? So because everything begins with a thought. So we need to begin to ask ourselves, is this going to enhance my life or decrease it? Is this going to enhance my joy or decrease it? Is this going to enhance my happiness or decrease it? Is this going to enhance my health or decrease it? Is this going to enhance my energy or decrease it, right? Is this going to bring me joy or not? I want to give you one more example. We put a hundred items on our to-do list, knowing that we can't get it all done, hating ourselves for not being able to get it all done, which is upstream thinking, instead of being intentional with our to-do list and putting the daily tasks on it that we actually know that must get done today, and then we move the others to another day. This is downstream, right? This is downstream, flowing with more ease, letting go of the I'm superwoman and I should be able to get every single thing done, right? Another example is we fill every single moment, we fill every single time slot on our calendar only to not have any time, any space left to even breathe, any space to fill our own cups. We feel overwhelmed, we feel burnt out, we feel stressed out, we're hating life. This is totally upstream. And the downstream to this is taking control of our calendar, being intentional about what goes on our daily schedule, Sometimes that means we got to say no. Sometimes that means you got to say, I can't do this today, but I can do it next week at this time when I'm not so busy. Downstream is being honest. Downstream is being honest with yourself and the people in your life. People may not like it. If they don't, they're not your people. And that's really what this is all about. It's about being intentional about your beliefs, being intentional about your thoughts, being intentional about your actions so that your enhancing your life so that you're getting yourself closer to the thing that you want so that you're feeling the way you want to feel now are there going to be things that you do throughout the day that you don't like of course of course but think of it like the maybe like the 80 20 rule or the 90 10 rule or like whatever it can be so that 80 to 90 percent of your attention your focus your energy is going on things that will actually get you closer to feeling the way you want to feel that will actually get you closer to your goal that actually like energize you instead of de-energizing you and making you feel burnt out stressed out maxed out to your limits and you've got nothing left to give Hope this is resonating with you and this makes sense to you, the downstream versus upstream. It's just really paying attention uh, uh, to where your energy is going and asking yourself these questions. Will this enhance or decrease? So I want to give you some more questions um, that come out of this upstream versus downstream kayaking metaphor that hopefully will really help you get clear about where you need to shift and let go of the paddles like what I did. Now, I, before I get to the questions, I just want to say, if you've been listening to my past couple podcasts the past few weeks, I've really been simplifying my life. I've been incorporating this metaphor into my life since last summer, really trying to see where I'm working hard with no results versus where can I put my intention and my hard work to get the most results. So I've really been doing this. I've been doing this in my relationships. I've been doing this in my business. I've been doing this with my to-do list. I've been doing this with my calendar. I've been doing this with my health. Like I've really been working the work to incorporate this into my life. So I, I, I don't just teach this. I practice this. 
So when I do these podcasts, it comes from a place that I've either been in or that I've worked through and it worked so well that now I want to teach it. So if you have any questions, if you want to take the conversation further, reach out to me. If you're feeling stuck, if you want a little bit more information, if you have more questions, whatever it might be, I answer and respond to every, every single question and comment. So you are not alone. I'm here for you. So now I want to turn it on to you and I want you to do a little bit of homework. So where in your life are you painstakingly fighting against the current? What are you making really hard because you have been conditioned to think it has to be done that way or you are just habitually doing it that way, which is oftentimes where I get trapped because it's just been what you've done every single day. So I want you to remember this. Just because it worked yesterday doesn't mean it will still work today. So things that I did a year ago in my business Don't serve me today. Don't work for me today because my business has evolved. I've evolved. I've changed. Like things are different and that's okay. So I have to remind myself, is this habit or is this actually working? If it's not working and I'm just like habitually doing these things because I've always done it that way, I need to shift gears. I don't have to get down on myself. I don't need to self-sabotage. I don't need to be like, how come I didn't pick up on that before? Like none of that. Just, oh, I need to shift. All right. Let's shift. We're in a constant state of change. We change, our lives change, our beliefs change, like constantly changing. That is totally normal. No self-sabotage, no doubt. Like, don't worry about it. Just recalibrate, shift. And also, I want you to remember this. This is really important. Just because you can do it and have always been doing it doesn't mean you have to keep doing it, all right? Let that sink in. I know that's going to resonate with a lot of you. Just because you can do it, just because you're good at doing it, just because you've always been doing it, doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. So next question. Where in your life can you let yourself take the easier path by letting go of the paddle, by going within, by having a chat with your inner guide and begin to do the things that are going to make you happy, happier, um, that will make your to-do list flow with more manageable ease. Um, Like I can do this ease. Where in your life can you let go and just take control of your calendar instead of having your calendar control you? So I also want you to think about other areas of your life. I want you to think about your relationships. I want you to think about those arguments you keep having. I want you to think about the constant fight to be right or that toxic person you might be holding on to that you keep putting your energy into. How can you let, how can you begin to let some of these things go so you can stop the fighting and stop the controlling to beat that current that you're never going to be able to beat because it's just too strong and it doesn't work for you. So here's what I want you to know before I say goodbye. The best work you can invest in is the work you do on yourself. It is the best ROI return on investment you're ever going to receive. And I know this is so hard for so many of you to hear, especially women, because we feel like we need to do everything and be everything for everyone. That's just not the case. You can't. You can't. You can still do all those things that you want to do for the people that you love 
and you still have to do the work that you need to do in the work that you do every single day for the job that you show up for, but you also need to give to yourself because when you feel good, you have good to give. So the best ROI you will ever receive is investing is when you invest in yourself. So invest in yourself, whatever that looks like to simplify your life to enhance your life, if you have to ask yourself daily questions, if you need to work with a coach, if you, whatever it might be, you need to just learn more on how to take control of your life so that you put yourself in the driver's seat of your life, which is where you belong, go and do that thing. I promise you, instead of struggling for the next 10 years, take 10 months to organize your life, to figure out your life, to clean up your inner world, whatever you need to do, and take the 10 months of work that's going to take instead of 10 years of misery. I promise you, you will not be sorry. If you want more help with this, I am here to help you with one-on-one coaching if that is something that you need. If you want to clean up your inner world and make happiness your permanent default setting, I have a nine-week digital course called Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. It is absolutely beautiful. I love it. It is available on my website, contagiouslypositive.ca forward slash unleash your inner contagiously positive. I am here for you folks. And remember, be happy, be healthy, and as always, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, help me make it contagiously positive by reviewing, by commenting, by sharing, and by just putting it out into the world. I would be forever grateful. Together, we can make unleashing your inner contagiously positive contagious.